What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. so good sorry to those of you at home in the snow back together again mm-hmm. we've got the we've got the gang back together <laughs> oh sweet little sleepy rose on the couch behind me rose hanging out we're in a we're in a a weird little eclectic airbnb mm-hmm. uh in venice venice beach or marina del rey mm-hmm. are they the same fucking thing Venice and Marina del Rey, or I like, think Marina del Rey is literally the area around the marina. Oh, and then, but it's kind of on the I want to say south end of Venice, from what it looks like on a map. But I say Venice. I think we're in Venice. This right. is all generally considered to be Venice. So we're in Venice, and uh, I am five minutes away from going straight into a coma. Uh. Because it's been such a long travel day. No. How's your trip going? You've been driving in a van, living in a van with your your sweet bow. Yeah, uh, and that sweet dog. Yeah, the van life 
thing is really great, actually. Hashtag van life. Hashtag van life. Um, we drove across the country. So it's literally, it's January 16th when we're recording this. Yeah. Um, that's a Thursday. So like. I've been I think 32 for 11 days. 11 days of 32. Yeah. How's yeah. that feel? I feel old. Do you? First, first year ever, yeah. Anyway, that, we're neither here nor there. Go, go ahead. I um, cut you off. Yeah, so Todd and I drove across the country. We left on like December 9th. And so we've been on the road for over a month. Jeez, we yeah. just got into the sunshine like three days ago, which has transformed the living experience in the van, oh, let me tell you. Man, I'm telling you, you good thing too, because uh, where you were... Is buried in snow. It is not, pff, buried in snow? Dude, fuck the snow. Do you know how cold it is, like, across the western side of the country right now? It's like negative 41 in Calgary today. Oh, my God. There, there's, like, some sort of Arctic polar vortex shit fuck going that. on. So we were, we finally, the van doesn't have a block heater. I don't even know what that is until... I definitely know what we, that is. We bought one, but it, we didn't install it. And then... did you? And you had to put it into the flux capacitor container and make, make sure that the, the, uh, the plimbus is, is connected. You know what? We'll save that for the... That's the, really over my head. It's, it's, That's, it's too manly. It's yeah. just manly shit. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's interesting, though. I'd love to circle back and touch on the uh the roles like the masculine <laughs> feminine like oh yeah like the heteronormative roles should we uh, save that for a conversation with jamie uh your, your... yeah no i like i mean no no okay. yes right. and w- yes we'll talk about i am so excited for the conversations we're gonna have this week yeah so literally we so i landed today you drove in yesterday. we're all over the map oh, we're, yeah. we're all over the map and we are literally. here for uh five days yeah and then I fly home and you drive even further south. To Mexico. And uh, while we're here in these five days, we're jamming in like fucking 11 so episodes, I think. Yeah. Which is a lot. For those of you who like, you know, have never podcasted before, for us, two is like kind of a lot of... Two episodes in a day. Of a lot of head work. Yeah. Three episodes in a day is like you're maxing out for sure. We have one day on the strip where we have four. That's going to be interviews. Yeah. That's going to be a lot. Conversations. We, we, sick boy, we did. So psyched about all of our guests. Yeah. I'm really excited. And that's the thing. When they're awesome guests, it's awesome. Early days of Sick Boy, we did a Toronto trip and we did five recordings a day (gasps) for three days straight. We realized after that that we'll never do that again. Yeah. But man, one of the most memorable experiences of yeah. my life. You got to live and learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I am excited. We got some really amazing guests lined up. Uh, there's some there's some people that live down here in L.A. that just have some interesting stories and interesting stuff to and share. interesting jobs. <clears throat> and we're, you know what? We're going to come back here because there's other people that we want to have on the show that... We didn't get to do. That we didn't get to do this time, but we most certainly are going to try to make it happen at some oh, point. Oh, man. I am like, my mouth was... W- I have notes here in my book for questions to ask John Wineland. Oh, yeah? But he unfortunately was not available this week. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. It's well, cool. Me. So we, we're here. We made it. We Wait, fe- I want to tell you about the block heater. Oh, yeah, right. So the we didn't have one. Yeah. So what it does is when you, when you are in sub zero deep sub-zero temperatures you plug your fucking block heater into a house oh yeah that's it uh, yeah keeps your 
engine from freezing That's or right. whatever. It's because when you go out, when you go like up to Edmonton and shit, people's cars just like have a plug sticking out of their engine. Yes. It's like totally normal. Not even up to Edmonton, like Thunder or, Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere like up there. Yeah. So Thunder Bay is pretty, pretty Susan far Marie. north, I'd is say. Not, is it as far north as Edmonton? Yeah, man, I'd okay. say. I don't know. Anyway, we'll I don't know. It was, I'll tell you, our, our vehicle did start in Thunder Bay, mm. but it did not start in Winnipeg. Right. And it was minus 30 at the time. So we got towed uh, to a garage where we'd park it. All all that we could do was park it inside until it warmed up. Oh, my God. So, so it's diesel. So the diesel gels up and then it doesn't like right. run. But uh, so I see I'm learning. And then we got uh, stranded for a couple of days on the on the east side of the Rockies because of like a storm in the Rockies. and uh, and And that was wild. But I just wanted to say that. So, uh, so I was kind of been kind of documenting it on my personal Instagram at Bridie McLean. Yeah, and so many listeners of the show reached out at one point or another. There's there's literally like, too many people to name. Come come stay come fuck me. No, I don't get messages like that. Remember, <laughs> I don't get messages like that. But the messages I do get, I appreciate way more than I would appreciate that message, which is like. <laughs> Hey, I'm in Winnipeg. If you're stuck, you know, let me know. Isn't that isn't that the best people thing? People off people yeah. like people offered us place to stay. Yeah. Um uh a listener uh sent me money for a tank of gas. Wow. Uh, right. Man, so, we got so we, many We have and, such awesome and listeners. I would, and I the only reason I'm not mentioning mentioning anyone by name is because I don't have the full list of everyone. Right. But I I would love love to uh i'll compile that list of helpful helpful people and give you a shout out well that's very sweet uh it's so cool it it it, meant the world to me it revives my my um my hope in humanity because the world is uh is coming to an end it feels like uh i've been feeling really bummed out lately about the the world yeah and uh so it was nice to hear that that people did that because that's really sweet is, are you talking about the people or are you talking about the planet or are you talking about everything? Just fucking all of it, man. I'm like, I'm just bummed. I'm just bummed out. Like, like Trump uh, is, a, is a huge bummer. Uh, this whole thing with Iran is bumming me out. That plane that got shot down made me cry. Um, I, I've watched way too many videos of, of dead koala bears and, and fucking kangaroos. And, In Australia? Yeah, that yeah. shit was bumming me w- big time, bumming me out. And uh, I just like I think I I had to I had to check out uh, for a bit and get away from all of that kind of stuff. So I I spent a little bit of time just like out of the city and at a at a cottage um, that was very graciously given to me by a, a very close friend. And um, uh, he gave you a cottage. No, he let me stay at his very very beautiful cottage uh, solo, and it was the first time I solo tripped. Did some LSD, fair amount of it, by myself. You can follow this cottage on Instagram. You, yeah, sure. I mean, you can follow like every cottage on Instagram. Really? Oh yeah, man. It's the it's. If you want to know where Jeremy spent his weekend recovering from the trauma of the planet, <laughs> of the world, check it out at the Hull House. The Hull House. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, if you want to book, if you want to book a, a fucking getaway for yourself in Nova Scotia, at right? The underscore Hull, like the hull of a ship underscore house. 
Uh, I hope that's okay, Jeff, that I just threw that <laughs> on there. Um, but yeah, it was beautiful. I stayed there by myself to get some writing done and to kind of um, uh, check out, to unplug a bit. And it was really nice. And uh, a lot of introspection. And goddamn psychedelics. I just, they really, they really are great. Which, uh, we'll probably get to that. But uh, speaking of Australia, did you hear about this, Brian? Why? About the the Instagram model, or not the Instagram model, um, the, the, I, is she like a, I don't think she's a porn star. She's like a, she's a, um, Kaylin Ward. I think she's a, like a, what's that website that people use now? God, why am I, I'm so fucking fried. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, only fans only only fans. Uh, okay. Uh, I should know this because I've like all of my friends use it or on it. Only fans. Can you look it up? Uh, yeah. I'm, only I'm, fans. I'm fucking. I'm so tired dot com? from this flight. Only fans is a, oh, I don't know. This looks cool. A social media service based, uh, build relationships and provide exclusive content to their subscribers yeah, or fans. Only fans. Uh, a lot of like sex workers use it. A lot of cam girls use it. Oh, cool. Um, and this young lady who I believe is, is on only fans, but also is on Instagram. Uh, she was feeling for yeah. the Australian folks. She was feeling for those animals. And so she started to uh, raise money by sending nudes for $10 and all of the proceeds of that $10 for a nude yeah. would go it towards the fires in Australia. Okay. Guess how much money she raised in a very short period of What's time. What's her name? Tell me. Her name is Kaylin Ward. How W-A-R-D. I... K-A-Y-L-E-N. W-A-R-D. Kaylin Ward. 20 years old. Is now calling herself the naked philanthropist. Oh, God. On social media. The Los Angeles influencer. Oh, my God. She lives here. Oh. Find her. An online sex worker was recently looking at coverage of the fires in Australia and wondered how she could help. I was seeing all these posts on Twitter about Australian fires. and I was really concerned there was a, wasn't a lot of media coverage and not a lot of people donating. She told BuzzFeed News. Uh, that's when she had an idea. Ward. 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 How do you pronounce that? Ward. Ward. Ward uh, already sells nude photos online. So why not do it for charity? On January 3rd, she tweeted that anyone who sent proof that they donated at least $10 to a list of Australian charities would get a nude photo of, of in their DMs. So they had to show proof that they actually made a donation. Uh, the tweet took off with more than 40,000 retweets and Ward's inbox was soon flooded. I was expecting to, maybe, to raise maybe $1,000, but the tweets blew up, she said. Uh, she's now hired a team of four people to help her sort through the thousands and thousands of DMs. And she ended up raising somewhere close to $700,000. What? Yeah. Wait, at $10... Okay, wait. How many nudes does she have to send? Uh, if it's $10 per nude, then 700000 divided by 10. No, is that... Yeah. Yeah, if people That's only it. sent 10, they may have sent... Oh, there, there was, yeah, there was, there was some, there was one gentleman that, that made like a, it was something like a, 
it was like five thousand dollar donation. So does he get ten? Does he get five thousand dollars worth of ten dollar notes? I, I don't know how that worked. Actually, I I heard that on uh, on the radio the other day. Her Instagram is well. Uh, she got deactivated. So Instagram she, Instagram shut her down. Okay, but Instagram, she's still here. Is she back up? Yeah, I'm looking at her right now. Oh, because it was all over the news that she got basically taken down from Instagram. Uh, is it the naked philanthropist on Instagram? No, it's just Kaylin Ward. Yeah, so there's a bunch of false accounts that are up now. Oh, and, uh, yeah, it hasn't been verified or anything. Yeah, and they're not. They are not her. Philanthropist nude. The naked philanthropist. Oh, uh, yeah. naked. Um. Yeah. So she she raised a buttload of money, seven hundred thousand dollars, according to Global News. Wow, there are a ton. Of accounts. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all, I think they're, they're all, all fake. They're all fake now. Because uh, Instagram just basically stepped up and was like, fuck no. No thanks. Yeah. You yeah. Get, you don't get to have it anymore. This um, is- isn't that crazy though? Yeah. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money raised. 20 years old. So that's kind of, that's kind of nice. She tweeted something like, Good for her. Uh, I lost my Instagram. My family disowned me and the boy I like won't talk to me anymore, but it was all worth it. My family disowned me. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I watched, I rewatched Big Little Lies both seasons with my, uh, one, my oldest friend on the planet in the whole world, Jody mm-hmm. Hawkins. She and I, um, we met when we were in grade four and, and we've been friends ever since. And I haven't seen her in like three or four years. She lives in British Columbia now. And when I drove across the country, I ended up staying with her for like a full week, um, Got to connect with her and one of my other oldest best friends, um, Amy Blanding, who has a new album out. Anyway, uh, we watched Big Little Lies, and there's that scene in the What's first Big season. Big Little Lies again? It's the one. It's, a show. it's set in Monterey, California. It's, it's Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, Witherspoon. Nicole Kidman, Laura Dern, yeah. and the girl's name that is a little bit different that I can never remember. She's such a great actress. What's her? Um, Sig- also, Sig- so- Sigourney, that girl, the no, one, the a- the Irish girl. No, 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 no. What's her no, name? No, no, no. Sig- no, I think I'm thinking of Sig- Sigourney Weaver. No, no, not Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Sigourney. Uh, no, what's that? What's that young? Uh, Shalane uh, Woodley. Oh uh, yeah. Who's the girl from uh, Little Bird, Lady Bird? Oh, how do you pronounce her name? Like it's like. She she called it already heard it. It's uh yeah something like that. You flew close into it Actually, that's uh that's more that's more like a Scandinavian. She's she's definitely like well she's she's Irish, isn't she? Her name is spelled S A O I R S E. Oh, Shroy sir, Shroy sir. I don't know how you pronounce that. Shroy sir. Okay, let's not do this because I can only type so quickly and I'm all over the map here. Anyway, there's a scene in Big this Little Lies. This is a horrible episode for us to get back to. Oh, my God. The, is, uh, the girl is, uh, the daughter is selling her virginity online. Oh, interesting. To raise money for Amnesty International. Oh, very cool. What do you think about that? I think the, I think the concept of virginity is a fucking stupid concept. Right. Okay. It's a construct, man. Yeah, but. It's just, we, we, we just made it up, man. But uh, that being said, but that's a great idea, dude. If so? someone was like, "I'm going to sell my virginity to raise money for uh, the Australian fires," yeah, 
I bet you if it was a it was if it was a uh, a, I don't know any kind of pretty person, um, they would probably raise. I don't know what 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 do you think what do you think what do you think uh, a hot person's virginity is going for 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 fundraising purposes? Wait, hang on. How much can sell that's a, that's a, my you probably, you probably, virginity? Well, it happened once. You probably make a lot of money. Don't you that. remember that in the headlines? No. Oh, really? Okay, wait. Selling fuck off. Vir- yeah, virginity for fundraising, online. or just to sell to make money. I think it was just. Teen reveals aftermath of selling her virginity online. This is from 2009. Yeah, but did she do it for a good cause or for her wallet? Uh, she auctioned her virginity on a German website. Oh, uh, sounds like $13,000. Hey, that's, that's no small chunk of change. Uh, you will be moved to hear that she did indeed enjoy it. She was flown to yeah, Venice. Sweet. Uh Venice you... Beach, L.A. <laughs> she lives right around the corner now. Um, yeah, that was sure. Whatever, that's cool. But I'm, I, I'm talking, I'm talking to to make to make change to rate to raise money, right? Because that's cool. Well, I'll sell my virginity online for fuck to make change. Me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag. Uh, don't think that's how it works. <laughs> It's the next Me Too movement of. Can women. I get a hymen? Can I can I get a hymen installed somewhere and and do that? I don't think that's how that works. Can I sell my anal virginity? Sure, dude. I, I am bet you. Sure I you bet could. you. I could. I'm sure you could you... get real. Get shaved up, real shaved up, like a. No, you want to wax? Yeah, we'll get, shaved up. Whatever, what wax up. About? Nobody wants a sharp, jabby butthole. I still got. I still. I'm still a cute little, twinky little boy, aren't I? For thirty-two, I would say. All right. So Becca left. Um, <laughs> uh, Becca's in the in the Great White North. And now. now you're auctioning your butthole. Well, no, no. <laughs> what I was going to say was Becca left, and uh, and I got I got really sad. So for people that don't know, you're on a like a five month road trip, and right around the time you were like, I'm leaving, Becca was like, Oh, my girlfriend was like, Oh, I'm leaving too. I'm going to Yellowknife for a year. For work, yeah. I was like, "Jesus Christ, what the? F- what am I gonna do with my life?" So she left, and um, I got really sad when I dropped her off at the airport. Not seeing her leave, but seeing Lido walk into the airport with her, I got oh, really upset. Dogs, because I was like, "I can, I can, t- like, I can text Becca, I can Skype with Becca, I can play this board game that we really love. Like, we just bought a, the online version. We can play that together online. Oh, cool. And we can feel really close. But, like, Lido. Like, you have no way to be close no, to him. No, no. He's, he doesn't know him on Skype. Dogs do not get Skype. They don't hear your voice the same way. Like, there's something missing in the resonance of your voice. Yeah. Where they just don't know you're there. At least Maybe. all the dogs I've known. Yeah. So I got really sad about that. And then I started, like, then I was like, oh, my God. Am I not going to have sex for, like... The lo- like, am- is this going to be the longest that I won't have sex e- ever since I've started having sex? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was kind of like freaking out about that. Um, and then again, like turning 32 right around that time and feeling old. And I threw my back out too. Mm. Man, there was a- there's been a lot since you left. You're falling apart. Fl- yeah, life fucking sucks. So... Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen over the next little bit. Well, um, do do you and Becca, have you discussed what that looks like like the long distance thing yeah we're 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 like fully open still fully open yeah still fully open and and like open to explore and and uh and see and date other people yeah um yeah have you I, and so yeah so i'm which i'm sh- i'm i'm joking i'm sure i'll have sex again very soon yeah god i hope but also I've been t- like, I've, t- I've heard from a couple of people recently, especially talking to people, like trying to get people s- to hop on the podcast with us uh, and they're them talking about their experience of like being celibate for like right. a year, yeah, abstinence for a year, but not to their, uh, n- not on purpose. Not to their knowledge. Not, yeah. Not to their knowledge. <laughs> and then they wake up a year later and they're like, Oh my God. <laughs> Nothing is to their knowledge. Where was they- I? Um, <laughs> And I, I kind of got like a little panicky about it and being like, oh my God, could that be me? It's interesting the whole, like, you know, for those of us who like sex and want to have sex, one of the big questions in my mind these days is like about libido. Cause I, I feel like there's probably a lot of fake news out there about libidos, bad, bad research, bad science about like, what is, you know, because everyone's trying to fix, in quote, like, sexual problems where they're, like, you know, coming out of new relationship energy. We don't have sex as much, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, like, you hear that all the, all time. the time. All the time. And, like, there's not a ton of um, of of information out there for people who are, like, you know, people want to know what's wrong with my libido or can I increase my libido or can I... You know, can I decrease my partner's libido or whatever? (laughs) But I don't know if libido is like, I don't like libido is not like a set thing. Like it's like, oh, they don't have much of a libido. It's like, but maybe if you had changed certain lifestyle things, like maybe if you weren't so stressed, you might have more of a libido. Yeah. Maybe if you were like more in touch with your body, you would have more of a quote, libido because like i don't think libido theme seems like this like out there untangible intangible like concept yeah but there then but i'm on just a sex just to, drive just to also in like quotes. dive in there there's 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 also that spectrum of like sexuality so like there's people that are just asexual, asexual yeah right? and that just don't have like Lib- i just my- but but is that libido like is that is someone who's asexual just someone who has no libido? I don't. I, see, I don't. This th- is I don't think. So. I don't think so either. No. And and we're gonna have the opportunity to ask some people this week, right? About about that, that specifically. For okay. Sure. Yeah, interesting. Because I've never actually thought about it that way. Yeah. I don't. Th- I that wouldn't make sense to me. I think it that's... doesn't make any sense, right? No, and but like, the, the libido thing does, though. To me, it does. What is libido? Where does it live? Well, it's like um um in your it lives in your dingle dangle, <laughs> in your joygles. It's wait, a, it's wait, it's ge- say, it's jellic it's your jellicles you your <laughs> your joygles. I it's like so jellical. I like joygles because it, it, they're joy. Did they're you watch joy- cats? Did you go see cats yet? No. Did you? <laughs> no. <not yet. laughs> I didn't think so. No. You're not gonna go see cats. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, I am. Have you read the reviews for cats? I haven't read it. Did you read about this anaconda penis? 
Can I read you? That was it, w- that that the actor's penis was was photoshopped out of the movie because it's too big. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah, you heard about I, that? I, uh, I, also, Ad- Idris Alba, I think Idris Alba. Idris, Idris Alba. I'm just gonna God, say. Why, why can't I that remember anything today? I I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Okay, wait. I'm just putting anaconda cats. No, that didn't work. Oh, <laughs> yes, it did. Oh yeah, dude. Jason sure. Derulo. Oh, Jason, Dr- dude, he's got a huge cock. Well, I looked at his pictures ho- of it. No, his hog is mad. Did I you looked look at-, at pictures of it on the internet. I'm like, did you look at his Instagram? No, no, no. Did you look at it? Did Did you look at the Instagram <laughs> photo that got taken down well, off I'm, Instagram? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. It goes to his. That's it- a piece. Yeah, but he, he's got a fuck. He's got a thing. It doesn't look as big. It doesn't look as is bigger Dur- than Dorillo. Jason Dorillo. Is that is it Dorillo or Dorillo? I have Dur- no idea. He's a he's a, a very famous singer. Well, speaking of of that penis and cats and and <laughs> and jellicles, I want to read to you the best movie review I've ever. You're heard. gonna read me the whole thing. Yes, and uh, this is a review from a legitimate movie reviewer who submitted this to his uh, publisher and they said, no, we cannot put this up. Uh, We will not publish this. So he wrote a, he wrote another one, but he was like, this is my literal actual first review, but my publisher wouldn't let me put it out. Um, But I wanted to share it with the world. And so I'm going to read it to you right now. When I was 13, my parents started breeding cats, Bermans, Seal Point Bermans to be precise. I would wake and be surrounded by cats and all that the cat life entailed. Kitten cats, male cats, female cats, cat cages, cat shows, cat breeding. Always the breeding. The eternal life cycle of the cat burned into my retinas. The yowling, the prowling, the fucking. When I was 25, I hung out with some furries in Hamilton. Charming folk. I really liked them. Loved Disney films. Adored My Little Pony. They got turned on by putting on dog suits, fox suits, cat suits, adults. All yowling, prowling, fucking. I'm 37 now. I've just seen Cats, the movie. I've never seen the stage show, but I know the songs. I get the gist. Big songs, big numbers. This film is something else. I am 13 again. I am 25 again. I am at my parents' house, hearing cats fuck. I'm watching a furry put on a cat suit. I'm watching Idris Elba nude as a cat, his ass sticking out. I'm watching all the cats, legs constantly spread, gyrating, grinding, growling, yowling, prowling, fucking. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. This is what death feels like. This is the worst ketamine trip. This is the CGI from Scorpion King. I don't know if I'm five minutes in or five hours. Nothing makes sense anymore. This is the death of all things. Fuck it. Wow. That is like what every single review was like that came out for that movie. Yeah. And it's it's starting to take on a legit, like, the room style cult hit classic wow because it's so bad yes because it's so next level yeah 
I'm looking at it on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's got 20%. Oh, man. I'm... But it's got some like big names in it, right? Are you kidding me? It has... E- Everybody? Everyone is in it. Judy, Judy Dench. Dench is in it. Idris Elba. Um, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Jennifer Hudson. What's his James name? James Corden. Corden. Taylor Swift. Yep. Rebel Wilson. Yeah. They're all in it. Oh, wow. Yowling. Prowling. Fucking. I think that might be... The title? The title of his episode. Yeah, sweet. Great. Um, yowling. Prowling. Fucking. Um, I like prowl. Uh, where, where, how do we get here? I feel like I'm on ketamine right now. This is, <laughs> this is how. Speaking of ketamine. How out of it I am. Um, I was just taking a walk. Um, I love Los Angeles. I should just say, yeah. I love the city. Me too. Um, I love Southern California. Yeah, me too. I love Southern California so much. While we were driving down the coast, um, I I remembered. So my this Jody who I spoke about earlier, we we went on our first the first time I was in California was a a trip with her. Actually, that's a total lie. But anyway, we had always dreamed in high school about going to California. And when I was driving down the coast this time, I was struck by how much the image the images of California were like to me at sixteen years old. Like the picture of freedom. It's the Goonies, man. It's just like this sun-kissed, but sun, but washed-out, sepia-toned place. Yeah, it's it's the the feeling that you get when you first watch the Goonies. That's what that's what driving down the 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 number one coastal highway is. It's epic. It's like you are you are a coming-of-age tale. At the at, you're 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 hitting the credits of your coming of age tale movie that you just lived. Then like that, I cr- it was the first time I ever cried. Um, from a from just a visual landscape, was coming around a corner on the coastal highway and seeing the that like that big bluff with like those big jagged fucking stones Sticking coming out, out of, of the, the ocean. Yeah, that was the first time I it's, ever. It's prehistoric. Got like it teary-eyed from just a a sight yeah um that's so nice that being said there's a lot of human feces on the sidewalks there's poop there's a poop problem here and it's interesting because Mm -hmm. it's obviously human poop because there's there's toilet paper usually next to it with poop on it yeah i don't understand this i understand you want to wipe your ass after you poop yeah okay fair like fair enough i I've been living in a van now for a month. Right. Um, I could, you know, it was brutal coming through Canada, living in a van. It was undo- undoable. But um, but living in a van in, in Southern California is like, I get it. I get, like, I'm so, I feel so, it's so wild that it's like illegal. Like a lot of bylaws are against living in your vehicle. It makes I, it's blowing my mind right now because yeah, what? Why is that? Why don't they want you to do I, that? I think they, they think it's gonna like give way to like vagrancy, and for sure, right. like a lot of people live in their cars because just turn into bedlam. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah. a lot of people live in their cars who are below the poverty line or whatever, and you and and you can like you can get a vehicle. Well, you can get a vehicle for like five hundred bucks, but you can get like a vehicle for a hundred thousand dollars. And yeah. you can buy a house, 
you can't buy a house. You can buy a vehicle, but you can't buy a house, right. you know? Yeah, right, and, right. And to then not allow people to, like, sleep in their vehicles in, like, I don't know, designated places, sure. What was but- that guy? What was that guy that sent all those mail bombs? I don't know. The Unabomber. What was his name? I feel like the Unabomber gets credited for a lot of things that the Unabomber never did. No, he wrote a manifesto and like uh, one of the big lines in his manifesto was like, why the fuck do we stop at at red lights when there's no one around? That was that was his beef. That's why he blew things up. Yeah, man. Theodore John Kaczynski. Yeah, Ted Ted Kaczynski. Um, Yeah, his whole point of being like, we're all just we're all just cogs in this machine and we're and and we don't make we don't make our own choice i mean the guy was obviously fucking crazy he was mailing bombs but he had some he had there were some things that he said that i was like yeah why do i stop at the red light at at 2 a.m in the morning when there's mm-hmm. no one else around yeah i just do it because because i'm told to do it mm-hmm. why don't why can't i live in my van that has that has a bed and yeah. and he and a heat source yeah. and a nice little fridge and s- sweet soothing music. A lot of them have contained bathrooms. Contained bath. Why can't Ours why can't not. I do that? Ours does not. And as of yet, I have not had to. Well, it's because we don't want defecate you... outside. Yeah, good. And that's maybe I that's pee, why I, I pee in a jar. I'm not gonna lie, pee in well, a jar or pee outside on the ground. You're asking to get arrested. But you fucking vagrant. But I think you know. I have luckily. Never been in the experience where I'm in a place where there's no bathroom and I can't hold, like, can't deal with it. I've been very close. Oh, but, but God, I wish just, I wish I could say that. What? Very close uh, that you haven't. N- yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the, when it's coming, it's coming out. It's coming out. It's weird too living in a van. We have running water, but obviously limited. Um, you have running water in the van. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to hook it into something? A pump. So you have to be hooked into a source. It's a, it's powered by the solar. But do you have a tank that's on the van that's the housing water? Or do you need the water? Do you need to be hooked into a water source? No, we have two. We have holding tanks for water. Whoa, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And what a fucking sweet little rig. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. But like it doesn't, it's not a ton of water. And so like. It's you still has to be really well rationed, but there's so there's no shower. We don't have a shower hooked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yet. Yeah. But that is the one thing too that it's like I really notice that yeah. sexy time can sometimes be like, uh, uh I, f- I feel gross. Yeah, it's like festival fucking. Right, yeah. The good thing about festival fucking is generally you're High. not sober. Right. So you're like, nah, I don't care. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Turn Me On will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Um, cool. Well, what else do you what else do you want to talk about? There was uh I want I definitely wanted to, to mention that uh that that online sex worker uh who raised all that money for Australia. Yeah. God Australia, you know, I, I know we got some fans over there and uh we're really feeling feeling for you and rooting for you. And yeah. uh What's just, going just, on? Just hang in, hang yeah. in there. Yeah. I, you know, I think I, I don't, I, I don't, I've, I've been trying to avoid the news, so I don't know what's going on currently. If it's, if it's getting better, uh, I know that they got some rain the other day, but 
Okay. Anyway. Um, World's a burning. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I have not seen billboards all over California We're trying to raise money for Australia. Uh, so hopefully you guys are feeling the love. You got a brain boner there? Uh, I sure do, actually, from Australia. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Um, okay, so this one's back from October. Uh, I won't use your name. Welcome to use my first name if this ever goes to the podcast. Well, there you go. So, Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth, good day, mate. Elizabeth from, uh, from down under. Why is it okay for us to do that but not to... Uh, I guess you, you. Somebody recently sent an email about your sexy sp- speaking Spanish. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't, I don't get the whole racist thing if, uh, but, when you do other languages. It's, I, language is funny to me. Yeah. I know that there's some Chinese guy over in China trying to impersonate me. And I'm I'm not mad at it. Um, I I think it would make me laugh. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's hear from this bloke <laughs> down under. Uh, okay. Oh, this is from Elizabeth. Um, this is a lot to unpack, so strap in. Okay. I am a 27 year old pansexual woman, happily married, living in Bargo. New South Wales, Australia. My husband and I are in a monogamous marriage. We are both overweight and starting to change our lifestyles, both mentally and physically, not only for ourselves, but for each other. Nice. One of our problems we have is sex or making fuck, as you love to call it. I love sex and everything to do surrounding it. If I 
could, I would have sex multiple times a day. I consider myself pretty vanilla, but totally okay with trying new things. My husband loves sex when it's happening, but rarely ever thinks about sex. We would be lucky to have sex once a fortnight, more likely once a month. Once a fortnight? What year is this? Fortnight is um, two weeks. This sounds like the fantasy book I just started reading. We have talked openly multiple times about having more sex, but once we have those conversations, the sex increases to maybe twice that week and then goes back to the regularly scheduled program of once a month. Just so you know, I totally relate to that. Um, our sexual life was not always like this. When we started dating, uh, we were having sex nearly every day, but once the new relationship energy started to dwindle down, the sex slowed down. At first, uh, just the thought of, just the, uh, at first, I just thought the lack of sex was because we got engaged fairly fast and threw ourselves into wedding planning, but our sex life has never made it back. When we do have sex, it is undeniably incredible. We both love going down on each other, uh, communicate amazingly during sex. I come nine out of 10 times we have sex. And when it all is said and done, my husband looks at me and says with joy and pure pleasure, why don't we do this more often? Most times I hear that line and just giggle it off or say something playful back. But every now and then I blankly think, what the fork? Fuck. What the fork? What the fortnight? <laughs> of course we should do this more often. Um, just to give you some backstory about our sexual past, I've only had three sexual partners, ex-boyfriend, a one-night stand, and now my, my husband. I've only ever ma- had male partners, but I know I'm attracted to women and kissed a fair few women. I was my husband's first and only sexual partner and his first and only relationship. So we don't know what he could or would have been with other partners. No one around us hmm. is having this issue. My uh, my other married friends think I'm living the dream because my husband isn't constantly asking for sex, but it only makes me feel more isolated. I try to get to the root of what it is. I ask him if he thinks he's asexual. He does not think he is. Is it lack of sex drive due to anxiety, hormonal issues, self-confidence issues due to being overweight? We are currently talking to our family doctor on what may be the medical reason for this issue. If it was only just a pleasure thing, I wouldn't care so much because he doesn't care if I masturbate or we could talk about our opening, opening our relationship. We've tried all the stupid spicing up your sex life tips and all or most have had us in fits of laughter. The hard part is trying to get pregnant. If you're only having sex once a month, we've been trying to conceive for over a year now. And this is where the lack of sex is starting to stain us and our relationship. We both really want kids and both want to try to conceive our own children. We have talked about adoption, but that is the next step. If we can't conceive or if I'm the issue of not being able to fall pregnant, but he shies away from talking about whether he is the issue or if we can't get pregnant, (sighs) the best way we all know The best way we all know to get pregnant is by having sex. Our doctor told us the best chance for us to conceive is to have sex every day or every other day. This is where we get frustrated. We both want and need to have sex to make a baby, but it still isn't happening. Trying to have sex for functionality has been difficult and makes us want to have sex less. We have put our baby making on hold to reset our sex life, but it all just feels so disconnected. We want children so bad, and I I know I'm only young, but with my family history of cervical issues and early menopause, I'm afraid if I leave it too long, I won't be able to have my own children or give ourselves a, a fair chance. Would love your thoughts or opinion on our situation and happy to keep you updated on our making fucking to make a baby. Hmm. Uh, I love that letter. 
That's a nice letter. Yeah. Thanks for all the, that's a great, very detailed yeah. letter. Yeah. Thank you for writing that. Um, and, uh, gosh, I, you know, it's, that's a, it's a really, it's a really tough one because like she, 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 she loaded up so many potential, um, reasons that this could be the, the case, you know, like, is it anxiety induced? Is it, uh, is it hormonal? hormonal? Is it, is it like confidence based on, on the weight? Is it, is there, you know, is he asexual? He, he doesn't seem to think so, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously like there's definitely some exploration that needs to, to happen there. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to chime in with maybe, maybe a not so like accessible or not so, uh, popular route or option to like consider here. Um, but like I was saying earlier, I, how I, I, I did a little like solo trip, um, recently out at that cottage. Yeah. So I took a bunch of LSD and set an intention to, to just reflect on what's happening in my life and what kind of changes I'd like to see in my life. And it was a very intense trip. Um, I, you know, visually I, I basically like, I opened a portal into space and like it was a, and, and I was fully there and like, it was a fully, like fully realized hallucination of like, whoa, there's like, there's the other side of, of like another universe. And it was really trippy. Anyway, came out on the other side the next day and felt so refreshed. And so, like light and and new. It, I I pressed the like I fully pressed the reset button. Cool. And it was really nice. And uh, and since that day, which has been you know it's it's been a few days from from then, um, I've been noticing that I'm I'm using up my time differently throughout the day. Interesting. Um. And so when I'm hearing this letter from, uh, what was her name? Uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth here. Um, I, one of the things that popped into my mind was like, uh, and the reason it popped into my mind is because Nicole, who uh, was a guest on our show, the founder of Girls Who Say Fuck, we did a live show with her. Um, she just wrote an article for Double Blind Magazine, which is a, uh, it's like a, psychedelic magazine yeah from 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 like a from like a sort of like medicinal purpose type place and like from a design perspective and anyway this uh this article that she wrote was titled i love you let's trip together psychedelics help couples work through issues of intimacy and and communication it's a really beautiful article she wrote it on january 13th so nicole hodges uh, if you just google nicole hodges i love you let's trip together you'll find it it's on doubleblindmag.com. Um, and it's it, it talks about people using things like LSD, mushrooms, uh, MDMA in a sort of therapy-like session together as a couple yeah. to kind of tear down walls and, and break down barriers that have come up in the relationship and to cultivate a more like loving and, and connected uh, uh, connection with one another. And I, I'm, I'm all about it. 
Like I'm so for it. I think it's such a like, I really do think that psychedelics are, are, I honestly, truly feel like if it was something that we had just incorporated into our everyday life, like yeah. us as humans, if yeah. it was something something that we just like globally accepted, like, oh, we just like we do this once a month. We do this like it's it's like our religion. Yeah. That on the second Sunday of every month, we everybody in the world takes a dose of of psilocybin. Yeah. That the world would be a far more like beautiful place. Yeah. And so um, maybe that's an option. Like, you know, drugs aren't for everybody. So maybe not. But if that is something that is like in your wheelhouse or something that interests you, um, maybe do a little bit of research and like look at sitting down and taking a night to like set an intention together, an intention of uh, let's let's explore each other physically and sexually in a way that we are looking to cultivate like a lasting um, desire or want mm-hmm. uh, from one another, yeah. and 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 we're gonna do that by like getting a bunch of fucking blankets and getting some mood lighting and getting some nice music and some great food and candy and just like all the things that make us feel good and mm-hmm. lay together and come up with like here are the things that we will not be doing sexually. Here are the things that we could maybe try sexually. Let's just see where where it goes and then. And then go on a little trip together and and it might be the most uncomfortable fucking thing you've ever gone through in your entire life. But that is and my experience and, and I know that it's not myself, but like most people's experience on the other end of that discomfort, when you come out of the high, you are so much better off for it. Mm. And you've you've like learned so much from it. Yeah. If you're if you're taking a reasonable dose, like there's you yeah, know don't, things don't things go overboard. No, because I'm just thinking of like trips I've had. I've never been. I've never taken LSD, but um, like I've really enjoyed mushrooms. I've also taken too many mushrooms. You know, right? Also, but the times you've taken too many mushrooms, um, those those were not like those were like hey we're going we're like we're at a we're party we, or we're like. Right. As opposed to like, oh, we are in a very confined, closed off, safe, warm, yeah. comfortable space, and yeah. we're not leaving that. Yeah, I think yeah. I yeah totally, and I think MDMA has off also been used quite a bit in couples therapy, and yeah. and uh, um, yeah, there's like yeah, there's those those are great options. There's actually it's yeah. funny because we have I have bookmarked a couple of um, <coughs> New York Times articles to to talk about in a little bit, but um. There is one in the New York Times that uh, it says how LSD saved one woman's marriage, and might be worth uh, Whoa, cool. checking out. Send that to me. I'd love yeah, it it doesn't talk so much about their sex life. It just talks about her mental mental health. But right. um, yeah, I'll send that to you for sure, and I'll I'll lay, I'll put this in the show notes yeah. as well. And 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 the, uh, one of the re- one of the reasons why I thought about that was I was thinking about him in this and and when she laid out like could it be this could it be that could it be like could it be his his self-confidence issues could it be his anxiety could it be that i i find that like when you go on when you go on this like intention setting trip of of uh my headphones died i thought everything crashed but it didn't uh when you go on this intention setting trip uh 
Ah, oh, fuck. I lost everything I was about to say. For him. You were thinking about it for him if it is a self-confidence issue. Oh, or... right. Uh, going through that experience, even even just alone, mm-hmm. is a, a wonderful opportunity to like whatever walls you've built up in your life right. uh, that are affecting you in a negative way. As long as you're like looking for it and you're actually with like intention setting, like trying to find those things that are not serving you in your life. It's a great way to rip that shit down. Right. You know, is that, is that what's meant by the doors of perception? Is that the, that's an LSD. Um, I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah. Like just anything like drugs, <laughs> plant medicines, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, are really good. I think for, yeah. Giving you a, a new perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Anyway, yeah. that's my two cents. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. The Doors of Perception is a book by Aldous Huxley um, elaborating on a psychedelic experience under the influence of mescaline. Yeah, ketamine. Ketamine, right. Wait. No, ketamine and mescaline are different. Are, are they? they not? I have no idea. They uh, Yes, they no, are. Uh, it's, uh, it's hallucinogenic effects comparable to those of LSD and psilocybin. Um, yeah, mescaline is different than ketamine. Naturally occurs in the peyote cactus. Yeah, peyote. That's right. That little uh, that little booby plant. Is little, it a booby plant? Yeah, it looks like this little like I don't know this little frumpy boob like grows out of the ground. <laughs> a frumpy boob. Yeah. Mm. It looks like a boob. If it looks like if um, if there like were Doctor Seuss boobs, that's what that's what peyote peyote plants look I'm, like to me. I don't. Okay. See what right. I'm saying? Yeah. It's a little like frumpy Dr. Seuss boobies. They look like little mushrooms. Nah. Well, fine. Uh, frumpy boobs, <laughs> it is. Uh, Maybe that's the title of this episode. So the part I wanted to address is, uh, yeah, like the libido thing, the difference in sex thing. I, I... The reason I, I paused while I was reading that, I said I can totally relate, is like I've been having conversations my whole adult life with sexual partners, long-term sexual partners, of like what where my, what happens to my libido. It always seems to be, the conversation always seems to center around you. Well, me and I don't have and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And... I don't know. I'm on a lifetime like of of working on that. Yeah. And I'm hoping I'm always looking for answers. And I'm always looking for like methods and ways to like work on myself. And uh and I don't know the answer to these things. Honestly, I think it's probably different for everyone. I think it's yeah. I I know that for me having sex with other people makes me more horny to have sex with my significant other right like having casual sexual encounters with other people makes me want it more with my my partner right i fucking have no idea why that is i have no idea what what that actually is but every single time i i come out of that scenario being like man i can't wait to like I can't wait to be intimate. Huh. Well, because just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But um Have but, you found any have you found any 
uh, sir, like, you know, you said you're on the search and you've been on the search for a long time. Like, are, are, what are the things? So, that- okay, I'm just going to go on a little rant here. I'm zeroing in on this masculine feminine speak on, on the stuff that John Wineland is teaching and talking about and the stuff that his teacher is speaking and talking about. Right. And I have been like wanting to dig in. Like we, we talked about it in the spring. We watched that video called what men crave. And it totally sent us down this me down this rabbit hole. And I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. And then when I found out that sort of like, this guy's John Wyland's teacher, David data has this book. He's got a bunch of books that, um, are all about like the balance of the masculine and the feminine, not the man and the woman, but the masculine and the feminine in me personally yeah, and in everybody and in how like a, a sexual tension requires polarity. So like, so, so like a, a strong feminine and a strong masculine, not, not nothing right. to do with gender, but, um, and that you need that for the sexual polarity to, to, for the sexual attraction. And I don't know, you know what, who the fuck knows? It might, it's just like, might just be a framework of philosophy that really works for me. Yeah. But I love the idea of it. And then, uh, Todd actually got one of his books for Christmas from, from a family member, from right. from a family member, it's called "The Way of the Superior Man," oh, which yeah, is a very yeah. evocative title. Yeah, but we've it, talked about it on this show. Yeah, yeah, and I read the like preface or like the first chapter, and I was like, "Okay, this isn't written t- to me. This is written to to, to the, my, superior to the man. man to to well, he went, and and the and his preface does say like when I wrote this." The, you know, the the conversation was a little different, the climate. So it's very, like, written as in, like, the man and the woman. Yeah. Or the masculine and the feminine, but often, like, uses he and she and, and like, more gendered language. But but I think it, I, it, I think it's evolved and, and can, like, be applied if you, if you can, you put on the filter of, like, okay, it's, it's in gendered language, but it applies to non, non, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, Applies to non, Every, everybody, human. Non, non-binary, Humans. exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, y- yeah. It's yeah, man, woman, trans, like yeah. the whole. Yeah. It, it could, it, I think I at least I feel that. I, you know, I'm only I'm only me, but um, I think I feel I I I I think a lot of this we feel that way so easily because of uh, because of our theater training. Yeah, because I think a lot of our theater training was was indeed that well it's archetypal yeah there is something really archetypal about it and the and the archetypes although they seem or look or sound like it is particularly like that honed into one particular yeah exactly one particular gender it's like well no this applies to any and all of you in this room right now yeah and doesn't matter where where you're coming from or what your background is or or what you identify like yeah you can pluck any of these out of the toolbox yeah you know so for example for example which is maybe why it's a lot easier for us to like digest that versus maybe somebody else right got it it's so funny too coming to california and like i'm looking up i'm looking for guests and i'm looking at who's talking about like sex and sexuality and and no one's i mean everyone everyone's accessible in a way but no one sort of seems to be bothered with the conversation of like 
well, I mean, I'm not talking about the sex educators, but I'm talking about like the um, sexologists and and things like that who are like, they're not prefacing everything they say with like, um, let me explain what I mean by masculine and feminine. I don't mean the gender. I don't mean, they, they kind of just forge ahead assuming that we can all get on board. And if you're not on board, then see you later. Right. Yeah. Um, so Todd has almost read this entire book. Does he like it? He likes it. Well, maybe he, I'll he's borrow it from him really into it. He's recommended to it to a couple of his guy friends already. Cool. And um, I'm going to say things are... Heating up. Yeah. The heat, the heat block. It's really The flux capacitor is kicked back in. And a listener wrote out, wrote out to me, wrote into me to say, David Data, the writer of this book, has yeah. also one written to the feminine oh. um, called Dear Lover, which I'm going to fucking find and read for sure. I am, cool. I'm this, it's just one of those things where you're like, you know, when you read something, you're like, oh, this isn't new information. This is just something that I, I've, I'm I've already known and I'm just, yeah, you're yeah, just I'm uncovering me. again. Yeah. It feels at first, I was like, I think it's, I think when I was trying to explain it to him in my very limited experience, he's like, I think it's just like you're overcomplicating it. And then, but it actually feels so simple. Right. And so pure, but you know, whatever. I don't know. I haven't read it yet. So I'm That's just talking it's out like of my when butt. You do fucking psychedelics. Yeah. It's the same thing. I was laying there looking at into the unit, the unit portal into the other universe. Yeah. And I was going, of course, of course. There's so much time in the day. What are you talking about? You're too busy. What are you talking about? You don't... It, there, one hour is so many... There's so much time to do all the things you got to do. And I woke up the <laughs> next day and I was like... I'm going to... I have all the time in the world. I have all the time in the world. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my time to clean the kitchen. You know, like move slowly through that. And it's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't have to rush through everything. Interesting. That kind of stuff. So let me give you a little bite of like uh, this 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 concept of the masculine and the feminine. The ma- he says the masculine energy is like pure consciousness. Is like the is like uh, uh, that's all I can think of. And that feminine energy is 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 purely ex- is 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 love. And so the feminine is the fluid and the flowing and the and the like emotion and the right. and the flitting from like one thing to the next. The flitting is like the a fluting and the flatting. The fluting and the flatting, but like the, the flow. Yeah. And then the masculine is like the rooted, the still, right, the structure. And uh, I'll tell you, like I think a lot of what throws off my libido, in quotes, is fighting relationship fighting yeah 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 yeah. once yeah. they start like fighting with a lover like once a week or once oh, every two weeks it's the, fight. It's the worst the, that is the last person i want to fuck oh for sure i hate that person yeah me too i you know it's not nice to say but it takes no, no. me it takes me I'm, like I'm a while like maybe a couple of days to like at of of work of me going yeah. Because the idea, the idea, remember you love this person. Yeah, the idea of sex with that person is like, ugh. Yeah, I don't want to be vulnerable ugh. to you. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't give you the satisfaction, I motherfucker. Wanna, well, it sounds different in my mind. It's like I don't want to surrender my body to yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Right. You're, and you right, know, yeah. and 
one of the things that David Data, I think, is saying that I'm hearing regurgitated is, is, uh, is that in conflict, when the ma- when there's no strong, when there's no masculine, when the fe- when it's all, when it's all like emotion from your emotion from your more feminine partner and you and you tend to be like the 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 masculine if if you go down the rabbit hole of like rising emotion like rising like heat where you're you know like yelling at each other and you're not able to like be still yeah and like hold the space for the person who's expressing the their feminine then if you can if you can do that and be still and love that person yeah while they're you know like while they're riled going, up riled up yeah then you can transform that energy into something that is just like into bo- into boners way more getting you blown <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, man, I get it because uh, yeah, I, like Beck and I went through this the other day, literally. Yeah, literally, my birthday. You went through it. We went through this exact thing, right? What you just described, right? It was my birthday. Yeah, and I said someone in particular is coming is going to be there, and she got like, Pissed. yeah, she was like, "What the? F- why? Why does that? Why do they? Ne- why do they need to be there? Like, this is." Yeah. you know whatever yeah. and then and usually i would be like my reaction would be like oh my god it's not a fucking big deal can we just like can we get over it like that kind of shit yeah but instead it was the reaction was like here's why and here's why it for literally does not matter for me or for you yeah. and here's why like we are going to, it's it's going to be the best night of our year, yeah. And one of our last nights together, yeah. and it's us. And like it, it was just like a very like instead of getting yeah. hot and, and like oh, fu- like frustrated and like and and fluty and fliffly and flaffly, I was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna like I'm gonna be a a, a weighted blanket here, right? And just and just squeeze you just enough that it's not smothering you. Just to cut off a small amount of oxygen. And just let you know that everything's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And you can you can be frustrated and you can be angry and you can be jealous and upset. It's not going to change the way I feel. Everything's okay. So it, we're yeah. all good. And it was like the first, because like, you know, Sometimes we fight a lot. Yeah. And it was the first time in a long time where it was like, it, it just, the whole thing quelled like that. Oh, that's a nice feeling. And yeah. And it was just like the most loving. So in it, hmm. imagine this. Imagine like your partner says something that really offends you. Yeah. Or me. And I start to get like, well, I didn't like the way you that you said that and it hurt my feelings and it made me feel this. Yeah. And then I start getting really emotional and then my partner says, you're really cute when you get mad. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Then you just go, yeah. shut up. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you're 
your friends again yeah, and it's lo- yeah. and it's moving and it's way more yeah it's way more sexy hmm. interesting so anyway back to your <laughs> back to your yeah, when it comes to libido, I don't know how to speak to you about about the libido thing. Yeah, I'm, fuck, on, we're I'm still, on the hunt. We're still, we're still on, on the, the question. Question? My yeah. God, fuck. But but I think I'm still high I on acid. I have been, I have been investigating a little bit about this fertility thing with uh, this other podcast that I produce called I Hear You. It talks about they talk, we talk about. Um, you got to get on your back, throw your legs up in the air, and you got to get someone to come over to your heels and do, like double bounce your heels like they're trying to double bounce basketballs uh-huh. and you gotta let your knees be loose so that your knees kind of like wobble and, and bounce it just, it just helps the sperm yep. shimmy its way up yep to you're the, uh... basically just bouncing your ovaries if you um... sorry, your uterus or sorry your where where do they go they go towards the sperm the flo- goes to the they go into the the uterus and some up the fallopian tubes often too yeah 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 so you're bouncing the fallopian tubes and the uterus yeah um, okay, so... More of a jiggle, but yeah, anyway. The, uh, I think that's all fake news. Um, but for fertility awareness, uh, y- your doctor said to your best bet of getting pregnant is having sex every, every other day. day. And I don't that feel like... That sounds crazy. That's very, that's not very productive advice. What are they doing? At, yeah, what kind of doctors you got in Australia? That sounds... I think... Uh, Isn't it a little more scientific than that? Yes. There are certain times of the month Is when it, you're more fertile yeah, it's than, like, than it's others. Like, it's like the day before you start she, bleeding? Well, it's different for everybody. Right. And so that's the big thing. Because a lot of like birth control pills and a lot of things give us... have And research has given us the impression that our... Our cycles are like 28 days and day 14 is when you ovulate and two days on the other side of that is like when you can get pregnant, but it's different for everybody. Isn't there like a thing where you stick your finger in and you like, you you swipe the cervix and if there's like a gip, sticky goopy stuff on it, then it's like, then it's time to shoot. Wow. Seminal fluid. Wow. Is that it? No. What, Cervical what a, fluid. Uh, what's, Listen, what's seminal fluid? From, it's semen. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So, okay. But what am I thinking of? Isn't there You're like a sticky about- cervix? Yes. That you want to and okay. you want to hit it? Please stop talking so I can. <laughs> You're fucking it up. Fertility awareness method. Right. <laughs> it it there's like. It's kind of a you kind of have to if you want to use it as a form of birth control or as a way to get pregnant, you have to kind of track it for a bit. And what it requires is taking your temperature at the same time from like our. The minute you wake up, when you're still at rest, your temperature every day, like your at, out of your mouth or in your vagina or your butt. Okay, all right. Yeah. So like the typical ways, not, typical not the vaginal, not the vaginal temperature. Okay, okay, okay. Take your temperature every day at the same time of day when you're at rest. So okay. basically, set your alarm for like six a.m. If you get up at six a.m., hold that thermometer, whatever. You got to track that. You also can track your cervical fluid, which is what you're talking about. Ah, yeah, yeah. Cervical, basically your discharge, right? Right. There is a way. There is a way, and I don't. I don't know this, but that that you're basically testing the viscosity. So you're like pinching between your fingers, pulling it apart. How viscous is your um, cervical fluid. cervical fluid? And I can't. I don't know the facts on this, but there. I there. I do have a great resource for you, which I will uh, tell you after this in a minute. And the other one is the position of your cervix. Now I don't know how the fuck you check the position of your cervix, but pelvic floor physio probably. 
Uh, you can get up there with your fingers and apparently like feel it does change based on time of the month. All right. But is this like some hippy dippy shit? No, no, no. This is legit. Okay. All yeah. Right. Legit. All right. Cool. Um, that and then and then you can tell based on your cervical fluid and your temperature. Like your temperature goes up a couple like a po- couple points um, when you're ovulating. Those are the best times to to come to, in. Yeah. To to be come in. Yep. Um. So you would look if she, if she wants to look into this, uh, Elizabeth. Yeah. She would Google f- fertility, fertility awareness, awareness method, method. Okay, and cool. you can get a like somebody local to help walk you through that. Yeah. I don't know if it, that's going to be like. I mean, it isn't. It it's not hippy dippy. Like it's a legit thing, but you are not going to probably get any validation from it from your general practitioner. In most cases, I would say you're probably going to have to go to like your local witch doctor. Well, no, but like a naturopath or like someone who practices, you know, same thing, a herbalist or whatever. Okay, Jeremy, um, you're I'm gonna, joking, you're people. Gonna, I'm joking. You're going to need to maybe go see some like alternative slash complementary health, right? For, if you want to, if an alchemist, if you want to go down that route, but. For sure, hormones and all kinds mm. of things can affect your fertility. Yeah, so but it's that good, whole it's like good that, to be investigating that. That whole sure. fuck every other day, like that—that yeah. that is, that sounds. Well, when you're well, already I mean, not fucking like yeah, once when you're fucking once a month, it's like come I mean, on, I, that's an unrealistic goal. Yeah, and also I, I, but I also should say just, just, just in case, like I, I don't know, uh, you could say that to somebody, and I'm sure that would work. Yeah. You know, there's so many people out there that are just like, ah, fuck, I got pregnant again. Yeah. Didn't mean to. Didn't yeah. want to. You know? And then there's the people that really try and, and can't. Yeah. So, you know, fucking every fucking every other day without a condom. Well. Yeah. Your chances are probably higher for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's out there. But also, if you're like really, really trying, I'm sh- I like what you were just talking about. Like there's definitely methods or ways that are, you know, far more exact than just like just just get nut in every 48 hours yep so i don't know that was a long brain take some drugs and or go see a witch doctor and uh yeah that's our advice (laughs) this week um, but actually, I'm sure we'll get an email. I'm gonna about give how you that just someone's offended by <laughs> the advice we just gave. We did not do a good a good job, but um, I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna also as a part of my advice, but also as a part of my just the tips recommendation. Oh yeah, I got one too. Um, so my just the tips recommendation is a Netflix show called Sex Explained. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Is it, it is good? like. Six episodes or something. I started at episode like number three because the first one was like kink and the other one was something oh, else. Oh, it's a series. It's a series. Yeah. Oh, I thought they just did a one-off episode of Explained. It, it is oh, great. a great resource. No, and they it. have one on fertility, <laughs> which you should, everyone should fucking watch. Cool. Okay. Everyone should watch this. It is I, again, I didn't watch the first two episodes because the the titles didn't intrigue me. I what, mean, I did. What were they? Um, ah, who cares? Whatever. Uh, yeah. So, but the one on fertility was like I wa- I watched it twice in a row. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, it was so 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 um, informative and uh, like clear and accessible. Do they get into fertility method? Uh, 
Oh, Oops. Oops. Uh, do they get into Oops. the fertility uh, awareness method or whatever it's called? Can you ask that question again? Do they touch on the uh, the thing we were just talking about? Fertility, fertility awareness, awareness method? method? Yeah, I think they yeah they talk about the discharge cool. and they talk about all that kind of stuff. Neat. Um, so sexual fantasies was the first one. Attraction was okay, the second yeah, one. Yeah. I just went right to birth control because... Sure. Uh, they definitely talk about fertility awareness method in birth control. Cool. Um, and then fertility and childbirth. It it's gonna. Ooh, I do not want to watch that one. No, you do. No. Ev- no, I'm telling you. The childbirth one. Every person on <sighs> the planet. I know how it works. No, you don't. Yeah, dude, I do. A human comes out of a human. You need to watch. It, it, you need Enough to watch said. this if you feel at all. That, um, let me finish what I'm going to say. I know I can see you getting ready to interrupt me. Um, oh, I'm yawning. You need to, <laughs> 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 you need to watch this, especially if you're a, uh, uh, what's what I'm totally blanking on this. If you're a cisgendered male. Oh, you yeah. need to watch this. Okay, you, yeah. This is like the sex education that we all deserved and none of us got. I did get a. I did. Uh, I did. We did. Wa- I did watch a video of a woman giving birth. It doesn't teach you the shit. It doesn't teach you about the way that society shapes the way we're doing certain things. Right. And it's totally fucked. No, I want to watch it. I, and, and, I, I want to listen. And don't, it don't doesn't, paint, you're and painting it me. Doesn't, you're painting me as someone who's. I want to no, watch it. I I'm just have a hard to... time with babies coming out of orifices. I can't even watch a giraffe. There's a lot of birth giving oh, in that fuck, episode. I cannot watch it. <laughs> I can't, dude, I cannot even look at a fucking like zoo animal. Then you should not. Well, no, you're you. It you makes... won't be getting anyone knocked up. I, I yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be <laughs> fucking doing that anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's making my hands weak right now. <laughs> it's just all the fluid and like. The bursting open. Yeah, of the... yeah. There's a video. There's a on Nature's Metal right now. There's a photo of a like a, a zebra that got his gut bit off uh, by a, a, a crocodile. A gut. His, his gut? gut bit off by a crocodile, <laughs> and he's running. He got up to run away, and all of his organs fell out of the Fuck gut hole. Off. And that, when I look at that, I go, Oh God! And that's the same feeling I get when I see a baby coming out. It's similar. Yes, man. Okay, what's your just the tips? I've been watching The Servant, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, and there's a brief moment where they show the character giving birth to a baby in a bathtub in the living room, like like full-on Tara mode. Yeah. And it just fucking hit, you know, gutted me. Oh, man. It's all the right. screaming, all of it. It's just like, it's all, it's so primal and just makes me... Uh, it's so primal. It just, it, it triggers my fight or flight. Anyway, uh, my just the tips is a uh, so I started. Remember how um, my resolution, my New Year's resolution, was to read my height in books this year. Oh yeah. So did I'm you st- get that from Nicole as well? I don't think so, but she does do that. Yeah, she does do that. It's just that you're the only two people that I've ever heard of. Maybe it is. That. I don't know. I'm so in love with her, man. <laughs> Fuck. I wish she was in love with me the way I'm in love with her. She's um, not. Uh, but I don't think I got it from her. Uh, but maybe I did. Anyway, 
Uh, thank you, Nicole. If that is, if I did get it from you, I'm going to try to be more like you because I think you're so cool. So I started reading a book and I started reading a book that is the largest book I've ever read in my entire <laughs> you're life. Like, how am I going to knock this goal out of the park? Well, I'll just find the thickest book. The books, and yeah, they got, they got to be minimum of 750 pages. So I'm reading this book. It's a, it, it was a recommendation from a friend of mine, uh, uh, Dave Culligan, um, we have very similar tastes in things that we like. And so he was like, dude, there's this book. It's a fantasy book. And I'm more of like a sci-fi kind of dystopian type guy. But I do love fantasy in my video games. And I do love watching fantasy big time. Um, and he was like, it's it's not like high fantasy. It's like it's more like medium fantasy. It's like first ep- first season of Game of Thrones where there's like, talk of dragons and talk of magic, but they don't really go into it. And then, uh, you know, the last episode, you're like, whoa, she just walked into a fire and came out with dragons on her shoulder. Like, and they kind of like nail it at the end. So this book is kind of like that, where it's like the idea of magic exists, but it's, it's more of like in stories and, and does it really exist? I, uh, it's hard to say clearly it does, but it's, it's more like lore within the lore of this, this world. Anyway, the book is called uh, The Name of the Wind, and I'm 100 pages in. Uh, my goal is to read 20 pages a day so I can finish it in 33 days. So I'm trying to get it done in about a month. And I am so fucking into this book. Cool. I mean, I don't know if, because I don't read, I, I, I haven't read, like, a, I haven't legit sat down and read a book in years. It's like three, four years. And so I, I forget how much I love reading books. But when I'm reading this book, I'm like, I had to Google it to be like, is this book astoundingly good? Like, is this a really well-written book? Or am I just, have I just forgotten how, like, the pleasure of reading and that feels really good? Well, I looked it up and, and it's like, it. An excellent book. Oh, yeah. People are just like, this book is fucking amazing yeah which means it's gonna be a movie someday yeah so it's a part of a trilogy okay and uh three books that are that thick yeah dude you're gonna be halfway done yeah yeah, exactly it'll be right up to my hip by the time i'm done the trilogy (laughs) um but i love it so much the characters that are that i've come across so far are so funny so charming some of the books really fucking terrifying it's uh it's it's just like and and when i'm reading it it just it you can you literally you literally feel like you're watching this movie. It's so well described the emotions that people are having while they're having the, like discussion. It makes me feel like I'm reading a, a Quentin Tarantino script. Oh cool. Like it's just it's that it's that well written. Anyway. Who's it by? Uh by Robert um He's got a weird name, a weird last name. Uh I'll put this in the show the notes too. Name of the Wind uh, by by Robert Rothfuss, but I'm wondering if it's r- like R O T H F U S S Rothfuss, Rothfuss, oh Roth- Rothfuss, Rothfuss, Rothfuss. The the one thing about the book that's driving me nuts, and, and it took me a bit to like start reading it, is that all these names in the book oh. are they're all these made up like yeah. f- high fantasy names. I have a hard time, and with I'll that. just stop and I'll go quoth. Quoth, Kvoth, Kvoth. Like I can't. I'm like, what is the? How do I pronounce this fucking name? It's the main character of the book. Yeah. Qu- I'm. I've settled on 
Quoth. 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 It's spelled K-V-O-T-H-E. Quoth. But it's written, spelt, it's written, pronounced similar to Q-U-O-T-H-E. Quoth. Quoth. All right. Quoth? Quoth? Quoth. Anyway, I love the book um, so far. I'm only, you know, I'm only one sixth of the way through. Is there any sex in it? There's, there's going to be love, I think, at some point. I mean, he's, right now, he's just a little boy. It's hard to have his... a story without love in it. Yeah, there's going to be love, I think. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, that's my just the tips. Babe, this has been a long... Uh, long episode? It's been, it's been a long, long host episode. Let's call it. You want to call it? Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll do it. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're, bo- we're ex- I'm exhausted. Um, You're jet lagged. I feel awesome. Brady feels great. Uh, it's quarter to eight. That's my bed. T- eight o'clock's my bedtime. So, so I better brush my teeth. But we're gonna we we got a we got a big week ahead. Really excited for some of these conversations, all of these conversations, and uh, and which means so many exciting episodes coming at you weekly for right. the next. So if this one just didn't really sit well with you because we were all <laughs> over the fucking map. Uh, thanks it, for coming on the ride yeah, with just, us. Thanks for coming on that weird ride. <laughs> uh, so thank you all so much uh, for listening. We love each and every one of you. Thank you to everyone who's been supporting Bridie uh, on her journey yeah, along the way. Thank you so, so, so much. I, I'm so moved by yeah, it. That's really sweet. I feel sweet. so grateful and like the luckiest person in the world to get to talk to you every week um we will be back next week uh but in the meantime go over to apple Podcasts, leave a rating review hit the subscribe button i feel like it's the new year and a lot of folks might just be tuning in for like the first time in january God, like I, I hope this wasn't the first episode that you tuned in welcome to turn me on podcast welcome. um thanks uh yeah for coming yep and uh and so do that go to go leave a review and go to patreon.com slash turn me on yeah um we've got some fun stuff over there some really interesting reads from bridie um and uh and to all of our patrons who have been supporting us so far thank you thank you so much and i i know i know it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for you guys 100 so. percent, it would not and i know some people have just signed up yep. on patreon in the last month and mm-hmm. i that is so I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Uh, That is it for this week. It sure is, baby. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.